being meticulous. Yes. But you have no... I just made that up. That's I, good. You have no control over where it's going. No. And sometimes... You might be like crash landing, but the scaffold's like in the middle of the dude's guts. Like right, you, you gotta save the dude, <laughs> right. and you gotta save the air, the air balloon. Like it's not like a choice. Like it's gotta no, be both, it, or everyone dies. Right. Okay. Marching band is a surgery <laughs> in a hot air balloon. I was trying to swing. I was trying to sing it slower because I noticed when we do the playback, we're faster than the professional recording that, that, that thing that we have. Professional. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chops Podcast. I'm Steve Peterson. And I'm Jack Hinkle. Hey, you know this is episode twenty. We're in. We're. It's not double digits, but it's like past um, nineteen. There we go. The, the Chops mugs. Um, and this is this is big. Okay, twenty episodes. We had our first Instagram question, and we got our first review. First review. Boom. We've had um, multiple guests. Four? Three? Somewhere in there? Three. Three guests. We've oh, four. Four guests. Four guests. Four guests. Four guests. Right? Yep. We've had, we've had the Instagram and the TikTok get going. We've got a bunch of reels set out there. We're moving. We're shaking. Good. It's good. We're still teaching. We're still we like teaching. To think we're st- we like to think we still are, yeah. And right now, our teaching load just got a lot lighter. You can kind of settle the snow globe, as, as Steve likes to say. Settle this. I don't know. My snow globe is shaking so much, it might take a couple weeks. <laughs> I know I need like a zero gravity. Yeah, light. exactly. It's like when we got back from Hollywood, California last year. That was I think last year. I yeah. thought that was last week. Okay. <laughs> when we got back from that trip, I think it took me till St. Patty's Day, and that was like a Thanksgiving trip until I actually decompressed. That, <laughs> from June to December of that year, was mm-hmm. just that like was intense. on a merry-go-round going 80 miles an hour. Yeah, um, flying off it all the time. Yeah, it didn't have any poles, though. It was just actual horses. Yeah, it. yeah. that was it. Okay. Um, so S- Steve and I have been sitting in practice room studio A for about 30 minutes, and we said we're going to do a marching band wrap-up. But we just did our own little marching band wrap-up <laughs> before the podcast. <laughs> well, apparently, we needed to yeah, settle some of those snow globes. So um, marching band's over. What, why is it over? Well, it's over because this past weekend on October 28th the Concord Marching Minutemen um, competed in the Isthmus Class B State Finals at Lucas Oil Stadium where we finished fifth. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Woo! And we were quite happy with we it. We were quite happy with that. that. Was, that was, and it was a good day. It was a good day. It was a great performance by the students and that was very exciting. As we watched the video in class today I just had a student say how did we get fifth? Like they're like how come we didn't get higher? It was a positive. Yes. Like, oh, that was really good. good like, run. There are a lot of smiles watching the video today. And, in class. and I think a lot of kids thought it was worse yes. until they saw the video. They're like, yes. oh, that's pretty good. That was pretty cool. That's kind of how it goes. Um, so, Steve, in this podcast, we profess it's not about music. Why are we talking about marching band wrap up for a whole episode? It's not about music. Oh, because marching band's not about music. It's called marching band. 
Yeah. It's marching band. Well, well, marching band is a is a a, um, a club or a group or some sport or activity class band. Spit it out, bro. There we go. It it's a uh, group that gets together in July and it goes all the way until the end of October. So we've been together for four different months, and so as as the season closes, it's it's a good time to kind of reflect and think about what went well and what didn't go well and why it went well and why it didn't go well, right? And to take the listeners kind of through what the last, probably especially the last week has looked like for us and for the kids. Um, Because marching band is, if you're not familiar with the activity in the the state of Indiana, it gets pretty intense, especially with the time commitment, um, the travel commitment, the... um, physical emotional commitment i mean it's a lot and for the students and for the staff so we'd kind of like to take you through a journey of what that has has looked like for us and kind of how it all shook out and what that whole process looks like go with us on a journey of the last seven days of jazz band wait marching band (laughs) those are for you slip (laughs) marching band marching band um yeah so we've as steve said been together since july and this Mm -hmm. is the same 220 kids and each staff member is kind of responsible for approximately 40 Mm -hmm. um so where do we begin steve where do we go well maybe we could we could kind of deep dive into the the last week yeah and we could start with the saturday before state finals um isma the indiana state school of music association has a basically a state tournament and if you make it to semi-state, which Concord did, you are in the top 20 bands. We're in Class B, which is based on school size. And we competed with 20 total bands. And the judges came up with the top 10 from the semi, what we call the semi-state. And they um, take the top 10 and they send them to Luther Soil Stadium for state finals. And what's really important about that day is that you get included in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not the rankings don't matter as far as you're not seated for the next week. So in competitive aspect, um, what you want to do is have your band qualify to state for state finals. So um, that day was down in Indianapolis. So for two weekends in a row, we traveled to Indianapolis. That's just kind of what it is. It's a ish three hour trip. You um, but that day I think is interesting for the listeners to know that day started at 6 30 a.m with a rehearsal oh boy 6 30 a.m rehearsal so if you back that up right yeah that means you have to be walking into school if you're a kid at about 6 15 right if you're an adult six right so back that up from when you wake up right it's an early day it's a very early day and it was a decent day like weather wise Right, it wasn't super cold. No, yeah, we've had some doozy semi states in the past with like, snow, uh, yep, hail, yep, yep, ice, yep, yep. whatever. Yeah, so we we all started indoors. Right, right, and, and, and kind of out of courtesy to the neighbors that live <laughs> right to the people that live in the area. Yeah, sorry, Green Valley. Yeah, the neighborhoods right uh, um, on the perimeter adjacent to the school property. But so we, you know, we started inside for an hour. Then you get out and make sure everybody's there and get warmed up and tuned and, you know. Um, helping the students kind of process the day, look ahead, and then get warmed up and tuned, and then go outside. 
and start going through some things. But it's a pretty short rehearsal because how early it is. And you go through a two-hour rehearsal, just kind of making sure everything is going and all the connections are there. Each piece of music kind of flows into the next, working on large chunks, just kind of get their muscle memory awakened. Then we get on the bus and they do a three-hour bus ride, stop for fast food along the way. Then we got down to um, Semi-State, which was at a school um, called Pike High School. It's a beautiful campus. It's a really big stadium and um, really great facilities. Um, the interesting thing about that day is that we performed in the late afternoon, like around four. It was an unusually warm day. Yes. Um, as a football fan, it would have been a wonderful day, right? Yeah. It was like 70 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, and 20 mile an hour, 25 mile an hour winds, which kind of made it kind of feel unsteady. Yes. And so we did our, we went through our process, our warm-up process and everything. Yeah. And and when you do the warm-up stuff at these ISMA um, events, the warm-up is sanctioned and it has to be a specific amount of time at a specific time at a specific location. So mm -hmm. the kids are not allowed to play until that time. So there was probably like, I mean, if you think of the downtime, right, from the last note we played at Concord High School until the first um, sound we made sound we there. made at Pike High School. That was probably ten hours. No, 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 no. Six hours, seven probably hours. Like eight to three. So eight hours. Eight hours from last note to first note. So there was quite a bit of downtime. Quite a bit of downtime in that. Right. Um, and we'll say it was pretty sunny too. Yes. Um, which did play into some things. So um, Steve and I are very conscious of how our kids look at us how they respond to us yeah. when we teach um, and that warm-up yeah was not a good reflection of that right and we've told the kids that we are pretty transparent with the students in it right of, of wanting a certain look to them when they're in warm-up and when they're doing their physical moves and their musical exercises and a certain expression on their face and you know, eyes on the, the speaker and, you know, eyebrows raised and body posture up and just, you know, being quick. And, yes, move quickly. And it and it seemed that that, that physical warm-up and that musical warm-up was we weren't quite hitting our stride. And it, it felt a little, um, um, it, it was slow. It seemed um, not, um, it lacked energy yeah. and enthusiasm. And, and so, um, you know, we wanted to get them going, but um, there, I, we were kind of curious, like, why that happened? Because I think we've been generally pretty pleased with the, the students and their, their procedure about when we go into yeah. these warm-up situations. And we, we came up with maybe it was the heat, maybe it was the fatigue from the early day, maybe it was the wind because it was really hard to communicate. Or the sun in their the eyes. The sun in their eyes and uh, their bellies full or um, maybe there were nerves, um, you know, or uh, maybe it was a um, we got this or I'm afraid we don't got yeah. it or whatever way, you know, I think most of them felt semi-competent, but I just think the, the moment got big, but also kind of got tired. And so that's kind of what was going on yeah. with us is that we were aware of that. 
and wanting to help the students enter a more positive, energetic um, mode mm -hmm. where they could be um, more successful. You know, we, we didn't want to send them into the field like with them feeling underconfident. Right. We, we wanted their best and we wanted them to feel at their best. Yes. And we typically use warm up as a time for that. Just like make them feel good. Like we're not trying to fix. No in warm-up we're not trying to fix music or fix drill in warm-up like because because that makes the kids feel panicked like they're not good at something right and that changes the psychology of how they perform um so we're always trying to prepare them um so we did not it wasn't our best warm-up so uh, nothing we could do about it then nope. so we had to send the kids on and we transit and we line up at the field so we lined up at the field and boy was it windy out there it was very windy and the wind was whipping across the um the stage west to east like left to right field goal post to field goal post and um, immediately when we got on the stage under the football field we had these um, mostly eight foot and some ten foot props that were butterfly wings made out of metal that are cut out and set on carts that set up another two feet um, the wind got a hold of them and it got a hold of them before we started one tipped over yeah. on the 50 yard line which was a pretty big prop yeah and then one kind of launched in the back corner and it took off for the visiting sidelines and these are made out of metal yes. like they're they're big like they're eight big. feet what i mean and we had nice. huge towing chains wrapped around their wheels to kind of work as brakes and so that is just as the the um start of the show um we came to the start of the show things were kind of unsettled yes um and some of our other front sideline props like some vinyl stands we had had fallen down and the students have um, large hats on with extended plumes right. and you know and the the people and the, the students in the color guard that are throwing things and dancing with things and silks and flags and rifles that has a certain kind of um, impact by the wind so it, it was a little unsettling on on stage and unfortunately slash ironically like the people who are noticing this weren't the directors because we're on the ground level and it's really hard to see all these things happening right so the audience could see it and our student conductors could yes. see it. We have three drum majors that they kind of saw what was happening. And of course the kids who were nearby those prop locations could see it. But it, from the adult standpoint, it was very hard to notice. And I know you had, I think you and I had both saw, like we both saw two went yes. down, but we didn't see the, the, third, the one. third one and we had different ones. So um, given all of that, the kids did an incredible job. They were very brave. They were brave and some actually did some, I mean, good recovery from prop moving to yep. playing and actually like they didn't put on a pretty good run through yes they did and um and the the unfortunate part about that is um that they felt scared or yeah. spooked when they came off the, the yeah. field and didn't feel like it was their best and then you're kind of leaving it hanging out so then going into the next phase which is you perform and then you basically wait for three hours um served the kids a meal uh we had pizza and they oh, ate in the parking lot and was good. we ate a lot of pizza a lot of pizza. the kids they um sat in the parking lot then they go in for awards so then you have this three hours where you're thinking over how things went and so you know i'm sure you had a chance to talk to many students and some students wanted to talk to me like so no really how do you think that went like they 
they want they thought maybe you know I had some insider information. No, they no. always ask us how right. well, and it's we can never hear anything or right. see anything because we're, we're like floor. at their level. Yeah, we have no idea, and they ask us every time, and it's the same kids. Like, how right. we do? How we do? Right. Like, I don't know. So right, and but I didn't think it was a bad performance. No. We're, it, yeah, no, and it sounds different. Uh, it sounds different when you're listening to a band and the wind is howling, because it really, it really messes with the acoustics, obviously. Yes. And so there's not as much sound going frontwards as kind of being blown to the side, and you know, just kind of feeling unsettled when you're in high winds. Right. And so the stu- so there was a little bit of anxiety about that, just yeah. like how'd that go, and you know, um, and I again, they were very brave on the field and just like making it work and pushing through some of the squirreliness of the props yes. being blown around and they did a great job with that so kudos and so their radar was up yes yeah the warm-up was not reflective of their performance no which was a good thing right they were not they were not shy no um so then as it ended up we did get called as one of the announced as one of the state finalists and um which was you know it's just a wonderful thing to be able to to share that with the students yeah um, and for them to to have that um, acknowledgement that they're going to get to go back to Lucas Oil Stadium. And they started um, chanting, no fall break, no fall break, <laughs> because last week, this past week, was our um, fall break, and we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off of school, but, of course, the marching band continued to rehearse those, those right, three we days. We didn't so, really have a fall break. So the students kind of sacrificed um, for the greater good right. and, and went to rehearsal. So... Saturday, that Saturday was a very long day. Um, awards were done at probably 7.30. Mm-hmm. We got out of there maybe 8, 8.30. Yeah, got home around 11. 11, so got to high school around 11. So got that's like a... midnight. Right, so uh, like an 18, 19-hour day yeah. for us. Um, it's exhausting, but it, it is kind of relieving when, you know, you, you do make it to the finals. And then you had a day to rest up. We come back to Monday, and our head director... Scott Spradling is always gone that day because he's at Lucas Oil, where the Colts play, which is right. our state finals um, venue, um, going over logistics for the coming week. And then we're back home at school, and we rehearse the kids for the afternoon. And then we come back, and Scott comes back for the night rehearsal, and we just kind of get going, mm-hmm. get going with what we need to do. Um, so we, we started that process over again, and we're just kind of narrowing down on things Monday night to fix, and we had our music writer up with us who was able to listen and adjust and give advice and he's a really good teacher and the kids always um, really enjoy hearing from him and we made it a point for that that rehearsal was kind of like there were some details worked out but there was also some uh, big picture ideas so we got to work with the sound system we were in the football stadium and we got the kids away from us Uh, usually like our band tower is like almost on top of them so sometimes the sound kind of comes under us. Um, when you get away in the uh, football stadium up in the press box area, it's you kind of get the sound coming back to you, um, and just kind of helping them, um, helping them create a better balance, a better sense of timing, and certainly having, um, you know, another director there, um, our music writer was certainly helpful, uh, just kind of giving ideas. Um, he. He kind of co-led rehearsal. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and um, so that, yeah, that he's a really good teacher. Um, and but yeah, it's it's interesting because you're excited about going to state, but you don't really sit down and just go, "Oh, this is great, let's have a party." You know, it just kind of keeps chugging, keeps moving, right? Yeah. So that was Monday night. Then on Tuesday night, 
Um, Tuesday we had regular class time, then we had parent-teacher conferences. Oh yeah, that was Tuesday. Right? So um, we did not have rehearsal after school, right? and kids and parents were welcome to come visit the high school from 3.30 to 7, and we talked with them and go over what's going right. well, what could be improved. Right. Um, and then it was fall break. Then it was fall break. So, so every I'm other teacher that day was like, peace. I'm out of here. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five-day fall break. Right. So now for the marching band, we came in on Wednesday evening, 6 o'clock to 9. Which okay. is our normal Which rehearsal. Which is our time. normal rehearsal. So it was nice. Um, students and staff alike got to sleep in. And, um, it was a nice day. It was a nice day and just kind of hung out, right? And didn't really have any band responsibilities that day. No school. I didn't no. do any school work that nope. day, like on purpose. Right. Um, you know. And that, once you get to that part, like that Wednesday night of State Week, that's kind of when it starts to feel like the magic. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and for those of you who are familiar with the traditions at Concord, we always have our, our parent pep rally. And, yeah. and we we rehearse for two hours and then we invite the community to come watch us perform a run through. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the weather was not really happening that mm -hmm. night. So we we stayed inside for a good chunk of that rehearsal in the beginning. And mm -hmm. we kind of found a window where we took everyone outside. And there were some troopers in the community that had their umbrellas yep. and ponchos and standing out in the football field right. watching the kids. So we did um, we did a run through for we the start, And we did start just a little bit late just to kind of bypass some of the rain. Yep. So, you know, it, it, I don't think it was raining during the show, but the, the field, we have a grass field and it was muddy. Yep. Nobody wiped out. Nope. Um, they handled couple that. Close <laughs> couple close calls. Couple close calls, but we are. did run through the show, and um, Scott Spradling usually talks through the um, talks the audience through the show, yep. kind of what's going on and what to expect, and then the students perform just in their street clothes. It's yep. not a uh, dressed up performance, not in costume or uniform, and we do the show, and then we did a little tag ending again for them. Um, so that's really that's really cool to see how many people come out and yeah. there's like multi-generational yes. people yes uh, there's grandparents and parents and there's siblings and there's alumni there's staff administration um, and just community members community members that just, just kind of come out and see what's going on yeah. and it's fun and they're all you know cheering and clapping and pom-poms and um, at the end of it then um, a fun tradition is that this kids come up and sit on the track and we have guest speakers and we have um, this, our superintendent our principal and um, we had a band dad speak this year and then we have three drum majors three student leaders that spoke and I think that's always fun for the students to get to yeah. hear uh, words of motivation especially they enjoy hearing their own peers speak yes right and and the kids always get a little fired up jacked yeah. up from that and it's it's just like a really nice energy and vibe right. that kind of pushes the band through right um so that was wednesday that was wednesday we got out of there at, we ended at nine and then the next day the next two days with thursday friday 12 to 4 12 to 4 thursday felt like a you know normal rehearsal um and i think it was helpful that we didn't have school because a, a four-hour rehearsal seems to be pushing just a little bit past and yep. be seems like a, a three-hour rehearsal um, teaching wise marching band wise is kind of the sweet spot Yeah. and when we've thought we wanted to go to more to three and a half or four because we think it would be better because we'd get more done sometimes it's diminishing returns yeah and yeah. I talked with my kids about that like I, I pulled them up cool. at, at the beginning and I said just let you guys know four hour rehearsals scare me 
and they're like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, shocking. Okay. Yeah. But they, we, we kind of agreed that like, what, like the, when you hit that third hour, you're doing okay. But then you realize you have two more hours left when you're at that halfway point. Yeah. And that's when kids kind of go, oh boy. And then you finish the third hour and you still have an hour to go. And it's really hard to find that push for some of them. Yeah. So I said, it's fine. Like if you feel tired, that's fine. If you feel like kind of like just mopey, that's fine. But like keep it in, you know what I mean? Like y you can you can fake it and push right. through. And chances are, once you start faking it, you can kind of give that as a gift to the people around you right. and they'll give it back to right. you. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and they kind of got that. Um, and I didn't think that the last hour of that rehearsal was tragic. I no. thought it was fine. No. Um, so, and, and Thursday didn't really have any bells or whistles too. It was just another rehearsal, right? It was, and it was a nice day, which always helps. Yes, especially the week of skate. Right. We had some because we um, snow, some kids were out ice. there in shorts and t-shirts, and oh, it was yeah, it was very nice. It was nice. It was nice. Um, so at that point in the season, you're kind of um, still doing the surgical thing. Right? Right, we should go back to that. that we was should good. go back. I had mentioned this a little bit ago before we uh, started recording, and I said marching band is like performing surgery in a hot air balloon. Such a great image. And so the the surgical precision is needed for marching band yeah to, ma to make it effective yeah right hey, count 10 you got to make sure that your shin is parallel to the ground on that forced arch in this move right and your shoulders are facing the end zone and then you know exactly and like the you know count by count to the music you know, some certain things that we're doing with it so it does have the surgical points of it have like a surgical precision yeah and that's what kind of makes it pop like the music and the visual pop is that precision and that's the surgery but then the idea that you're performing surgery in a hot air balloon a hot air balloon has a lot of power and it does have some thrust but you're really at the mercy of the wind right and you're so you're riding this you're riding this thing you can't even see the, the what's moving you you can't see it and it's kind of pushing you through the ups and downs and the sideways and left and right and all this kind of stuff and that's really what happens in marching band kind of the other factors yeah helping the students um with your pacing of rehearsal yep yeah right? just being a teacher being um, the, and a yeah manager. teaching and like how how are you responding to groups of 20 40 80 150 200 220 right. kids like how are your comments um helping or hurting the group and as far as yeah. like are they getting better at surgery but then also are you helping them with where the balloon is going like right kind of like what you were talking about maybe the um, emotional ups and downs or the energy ups and downs. well there's so many layers to it like you could look at it like just from a teaching standpoint like how is my class responding to me are they looking up yes. are they tired do i need to change it up what's going on but then you can look at it in the individual side like you know you got a clarinet play hey can i go to the bathroom and like four right. other kids are on their phones right, but, like, right. you're trying to fix this thing over yes. here you're just like ah yeah so you gotta you gotta keep everything going and yes. that's i mean that's part of why there's like you know so many full-time staff adults doing this but also you do have to be aware of that kind of stuff going on because we've had rehearsals where maybe there is a a rotation like a block rotation of just the clarinet section yeah and and you can get hyper focused that one kid is not getting in line correctly right. and you take it back and do it again you take it back and do it again and meanwhile the trumpets are playing football with their mouthpieces right, right? and over right. here and you're like stop it right but like 
that's on you. Right. You're the manager, and you have to make sure that you're doing this appropriately. So you're doing the surgical things, but you're you're a teacher, and you got 200 kids in front of you. You got to teach. Right. And that doesn't mean be a marching band director. It means teach. Right. And and helping keeping that the the winds like kind of riding out where those winds are and and helping them with their their energy and their progress and um and i think it is you know a lot of a lot of credit goes out to the kids yeah. for being in there for three or four hours and working on the same seven and a half minutes and in reality maybe maybe only four and a half or five minutes of the show get really right attended to right and um and it, and it takes a lot of, um, I think it takes obviously a lot of concentration on the kids for them to go over and over and over something and still be mentally engaged. Yep. And like to challenge themselves and not to be critical, but to be challenging themselves. Like what, what can they do? Like um, we used to use the image with them this year about like brushing your teeth. Like what things do you, can you do in marching band? Like you do at home brushing your teeth that somebody told you a long time ago to brush your teeth and you accepted that process and now you do that on your own. What is the brushing your teeth in the marching band? What are those things that you can can take control over and that you can monitor on your own without an adult reminding you what to do? Now that's upper level thinking. Some of the students do really well at that, like self-regulating and some of our performers don't. that's called public school. So you want to help all students become successful. Right. And that's the skill we're teaching. That's the skill. To self-regulate, to and self-monitor and, and improve without an adult telling you to do so. Right. And um, they had some really good rehearsals, on, yeah. especially on that Thursday and that Friday. Yeah. Um, so we left Thursday. That was 12 to 4. We left at 4 p.m., right? That was pretty cool. It was cool? That was cool leaving it when the sun's up. Yeah, that's nice. And it was a nice day. And it was a nice day. So we got we got the night off, do whatever we wanted to do. And then Friday is is kind of where it, it happens. Uh, um, we, we had the same rehearsal 12 to 4, but we were coming back to the school at 6 p.m. with all of our luggage because this is an overnight trip. We go down to Indy for the night, stay mm-hmm. in a hotel. So we come back at 6, um, and then we do family dinner, and then we leave. So the kids got there at 12, nice. and that was another four-hour rehearsal, same idea, and that was a, that was a good rehearsal. Yes. Right? We were moving. Right. And we and that was kind of more. Um, I mean, obviously, like we're not we're not teaching notes and rhythms and feet anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. very big picture. So that rehearsal was kind of meant to be bigger picture, and we you know we did our warm ups in our sections, and then we hit some spots in the show that we wanted to hit. And then we did um, a run through, stopped, met with our sections, kind of go over some things that we thought like, hey, this was good, and, and hey, next time try this one. Mm-hmm. Did another run through, second run through the show, and that was a really good run for them. Yes, it was. They had they showed off their what they got better at over those last eight hours, those two days, um, and then that was kind of it. And we only had to do one more thing, which was teach the kids how to stand for the awards block right. that happens at Lucas Oil. So that rehearsal kind of went by, and we were done at 4, and we told the kids, be back at 6, we're doing family dinner, mm-hmm. go get your luggage, come back, and we'll be ready to go. Right. So we had two hours to do what we needed to do, and then we come back, and this, this tradition started since I've been here, I would say like in 20, 2021, right? Post-COVID. Post-COVID, we... Um, 
we have band parents, former band parents, alumni, like alumni band parents, um, help with a catered dinner um, and help serve students in our own cafeteria. And we had some really nice Italian food. We did. So they had pasta, a couple of pasta dishes, yeah. some bread, some salads, some desserts. Shout out Michael's. Shout out to Michael's Italian Restaurant. And oh, your kids uh, work there. Yeah. yeah. They, they made the pizzas. pizzas. Yeah. 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 There you point. go. Um, so, so they got that, and we had everyone in the cafeteria um, getting them carbo loaded, and we had about an hour for that, and then we cleaned up, met back in the band room for mm -hmm. attendance. And the, and the scene at this time, in the band room, our band room is not huge, no. and so to put the band in there, it's pretty um, crowded, and um, but the students also, this is kind of like the apex of their some of their traditions like secret pals. Oh gosh, Secret, secret yeah. pals is where you have um, somebody in your section that you buy gifts for each week at a contest. And each week the gift gets a little bigger. Bigger. And more, right, yeah. and you most of the time don't know who your secret pal is. And then so the students are walking around with these huge gift bags <laughs> or these oversized stuffed animals. And like nice stuff. And tons of food and drinks and and then the parents come in and are, are giving the kids goodies, yes, right? Yes. And so kids are getting loaded up yeah, with like and, junk. Yeah. And so we do a little, um, uh, this like the last time we talked to them in the band room before we leave and talk about some X's and O's and about expectations and how we travel. Yeah. You know, the things that have been covered before, but you know, at this time there's a pretty good surge of energy. Yes. Going through. And then, like the the piece de resistance is <laughs> like the students come out like our our music hall, our band hall area, is lined with every kid's name that's like on a like a, a butterfly. Butterfly this year. Yeah. Um, their name, every pr student's name is up there. There's just like hundreds of balloons in the hallway. Yeah. There's crepe paper. You go outside. There's an arch of balloons. Yes. There's a red mock red carpet that the kids walk down. There's like strobe lights and, and blinky lights. And there's parents everywhere, everywhere. Community members everywhere cheering. And the kids are coming out like one by one. It's like the the Oscars. Yeah. And they're just going nuts. And the kids are, you know, soaking it all in. And they and the buses are all lined yes. up. There's seven buses in front of the school. They line it up. And then, um, you know, we get all going. And then the buses do um, a turnaround in the parking lot. And they come down our school driveway called Minuteman Way. And the uh, local fire department, Concord Township Fire Department, shout out to them, um, has all the EMT trucks and the fire trucks and their their whistles and bells yeah. and sirens are on. Getting the escort to the highway. Getting the escort to the highway. And then all through our little con yeah. our community of Dunlap, there's parents like in the bank parking lot yes. and you know Martin's supermarket parking lot and yep. they're just all there all the way to the highway. It was a huge turnout this year. Tons that of was them. really cool to see. And if you follow us on Instagram, that was posted on our oh, story. Was, yeah. yeah, I put it up there so you could see kind of what that looked like. And we were just standing by the director van because yeah. we take our own vehicle down and we were just kind of letting the kids pass and and they feel like totally jacked up like celebrities yeah. and they're putting their hands out the window like yeah, hey. yeah, it's like it's really hype. And then um, I think a lot of sections have like traditions yeah they do on the way down for stay like they have certain speeches. senior speeches and certain kind of gifts or um words of wisdom and there's some other traditions that you know things they do and so 
that's kind of fun and it's just it's kind of magic it, yeah. it feels like christmas eve like right, that right. I, it's it's special so then we took we take our own vehicle down we have a director van yeah. um that we drive separately in right and we follow the convoy of buses and trailers and bandads and whatever um and we make the two and a half hour journey down to what this year was noblesville yep and we stayed in a, a hotel and we have um, the kids all signed up for rooms in advance, and we're dealing out keys, and we kind of slowly um, arrive and kind of get kids' yep. luggage, and they have to get their uniform out of the truck, and they take it into the hotel, and it's it's kind of, you know, the magic is still there. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, and it's all organized. Yep. Our administrative assistant, Bessie, takes care of everything. So the kids come in, and the room captain gets a key, and, you know, there's not much time from the time they get to the hotel to the time that it, they're supposed to be in their room. But of course, then there's like, with all that excitement is that you're in a public space. Right. So like, this is not like a right. pep rally Calm here. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> and um, some students need a little reminding of that. Right. They always want to get ice. Yeah. What do you need ice for? We're here for five hours. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. Ice. Ice. It's true. So they, you know they got calmed down and you know so we by the time lights out i think lights out was midnight midnight and the wake up call was before five four forty-five a.m yeah. so so for for the kids standpoint it's pretty low key from what they need to do right they get their keys they find their their crew of four staying in the room they go up to their room I don't know, figure out who's sleeping where, who's going to shower when, right? and they can go to bed. Right. They have, every kid has a chaperone that checks in on them, but it's low key. Um, for the adults, it's a little, little less low key. We're kind of making sure that everyone's doing what they need to do. Everyone's got a room, everyone's accounted for. We're staying up a bit later to make sure everyone's in their rooms. Um, so we were, I think we got in by midnight, like we mm -hmm. were okay. Um, but the, the next morning is really early and it was extra early this year based on when class b um mm -hmm. performed which was starting at what like 11 mm -hmm. 11 a.m 10, no, 10, 10, 10, 10 a.m um so we we told the kids we need to be up at 4 45 and breakfast was being served at five yep so it was an early morning for us and then so the the hotel provided a breakfast oh, it was good breakfast too. those Great potatoes breakfast. oh my uh, gosh they were going so in that so the kids is like a buffet um, everybody was, um, you know, down there in a partial uniform, yep. maybe with a sweatshirt on top, um, just to kind of get them going. But it was pretty fun and like hanging out with the kids. And they're in good spirits because it's time. like the and, morning of state finals. Yeah, and there's like, you know, they're eating breakfast with their buddies and they were yucking it up with yep. the kids. And, and just everyone's kinda, kind of exhausted, but like they were just pushing past it at yeah, that point. Right. So we um, load up the cheese wagons and we go out to a local high school and rehearse. Yep. It was. It was a little chilly. It wasn't tragic. Chilly. It's pretty dark. It was dark. Where the high school where we rehearsed, but um, we took some time to help them warm up physically about doing some you know marching maneuvers. And we and could not play until could not 8 play because it was in a residential area. Right. So we um, made that work. Um, and then we went through some chunks of the show. Very quick rehearsal. Very quick and just basically taking the show maybe into six different parts and just kind of doing what we would call a chunk. We didn't even run the entire show. Yep. Um, and, and at this point, from a teacher perspective, kind of going back to what you said, we're not we're not creating anything new. We're no. not um, expecting anything new. Right, just we're feel just good. feel good about doing more reps, um, being positive and complimentary, being authentic, but yeah. just saying, hey, this is going well for you. Keep on doing this. Or yeah. Um, so 
you know, just kind of keeping things light and moving along. So it was probably an hour and 20. Yeah. It was short. So compared to the four-hour rehearsals, it was nothing. It was a breeze. So um, then they got back on the buses. And we made our way down to Lucas Oil Stadium. Right. And so then, then what the students do is, you know, then they have to get their hair ready to make sure it goes up in the hat, in their uniform properly on. They already had their athletic gear under it, yeah. but they put the final coat on and just make sure everything's good to go. Yeah. So then the next time we see the kids is in the parking lot of Lucas Oil Stadium, which is always a really cool thing because Lucas Oil Stadium is massive. It's huge. It's this huge brick wall with um, windows in it. I get dizzy when I look it, up. It's massive. Yeah. And so the kids are always taking pictures of it, yeah. which they should. And because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but you're there with all your buddies. Yeah. You know, and then. Um, and, and it's very regulated, like how, like we have a specific time we have to enter. Right. It's like 945. You can't enter the parking lot right. until that time. And it's a lot of hurry up and wait, as yep. you could imagine. Um, so I think we had to literally just wait for an hour in that parking lot. Yep. And the kids are, we're just chatting, kids. Yep. And yep. we'll tell them to, they'll get in their sections and they'll, they'll do, again, like another tradition. tradition. And, um, did see some tears on that one. Right. There were and some tears going around. It tends to happen. And it's happy tears. It's always the seniors saying, like, oh, no, this is the right. last and, one. And, but, you know, th that was far enough in front of the performance Yeah. that I saw actually a good a good thing happen. Yeah, it was a little cathartic. It, it did, and that kind of um, awakened them. Yep. And like, this is real. This it is happened. real. Like, it was, it was good. Cool. And they it, compared to the week before at semi-state and now at state, I felt like their eyes were wide open. Oh, that was the best warm-up we've had all right. year. And and that was a good morning that we had at the yes. other high school. But then coming into, um, and then you make your way into Lucas Oil Stadium with the students. And you're, you know, you're doing a little bit between being a director and walking in front of them to walking with them. With them. You know, and just, again, you have time because yeah. there's a hurry up a and wait. A lot of time. So you walk down this really steep ramp that goes into Lucas Oil Stadium where it's filled with semis and trucks and, and all dumpsters this, dumpsters yeah. all this kind of the, the back door the, the back door of the stadium yeah yeah and it's it's totally strange because yet we're not entering through the front door of lucas i don't know if people would think that but we have to kind of walk all the way around it find some loading dock where it, it's it's not pretty and nope. luckily we weren't near a home game so it didn't smell that bad no it didn't we've done that yeah. before um and we stand in this kind of just empty loading dock for probably 15 20 minutes and that's that's a fun time with the kids yeah and we'll tell them to kind of get focused but also it's just like it's it's happening it's real yeah. like we're right there um so we we were there talking to the kids and then once we move out of there it is go time then let's go so you walk down the smaller corridor um and then you walk past you walk down this hallway but then on your right every once in a while you go through a concourse where you can see into the stadium it's surreal. So there's video monitors everywhere, so you can see the band performing as you're walking down this hall. But then also, if you catch a glimpse to the right, you can see the stadium, and you can see bands performing real time. And that always gets some eyes. Yeah, it's like, whoa, whoa. we're here. And then they, <clears throat> then they put you into the same kind of setup that we did at Semi-State, where you have so much time to help the students warm up physically and musically. So this is kind of where it kind of it gets... Thank God the kids were like on it, right? Because it's it's um, we're in this kind of um, exhibition hall kind yeah. of thing, and it's a huge hall, 
but there's a band next to you. It's like being in a, a hospital room yes, divided a by a curtain. You you have a curtain dividing you and a band. So the band next to us is unleashing the musical the beast. beast. Yeah. And they are just playing this music that's beautiful, but it's like super loud. And then you're with your kids trying to do a physical warm up and you like there were times that I went over to Jack because Jack and I were teaching our section together. I could not hear what Jack was saying. He was talking in my ear. I could not. So <laughs> it was, we, it was so loud. It was so this is oh. where going back to as a teacher and a student, you want all eyes on you. This yes. is where the students were really shining. Yes. And they had their eyes wide open and they were, they knew it was chaotic and they were with us. Yes. And the way we do our physical warm-up, um, we split it off so it's half the band is with two teachers and the other half is with the other two. Half the band works on marching fundamentals, just the basic technique of moving forward, moving backward. Um, and Steve and I team teach the choreography review. So we go over some dance moves within the show and go over the counts and just try and really clean it up and make the kid feel prepared. Yep. So Steve will lead the woodwind yep. and I will lead the brass. Steve went first, and Steve did a really good job of just not taking it too seriously. <laughs> he would, we'd finish a rep, and he'd said, "Okay, new instructions." He, Boom! and the, the other band just like comes out with this shout, and he yeah. just kind of looks at the kids and just yeah. smiles and <laughs> like, waves. Yeah. And and it was fine, and 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 they got yeah. them going, and it was good. And then I did not do a good job because I was just trying to ram and jam. <laughs> And I was like, okay, set 25. And you look at me and you're like, what? I'm like, 25. And you go, what? I, and you just, one time you just like smiled at me and you're just like, I don't know what you're and saying. Like, I give I up. I think at one point the kids in front of me, they said, what did he say? And I said, I think he said 12. <laughs> What's 12 what? I was like, I don't, I don't know, know, 12. 12. <laughs> but it was like, it was really loud. But so, I mean, that's kind of a, that is not a moment to get frustrated. No. Because it's like, that is the, you're trying to do surgery, but again, the balloon is just being blown across, and you have no control over it. Yeah, that. you're like, I'm just gonna not use the yeah. scalpel. Yeah, I'm not right now. Put We're all the sharp objects away. Put them away. But so what you're wanting to do is help the students feel comfortable. Yeah. Give them a look of it's okay. Yep. We got you, and being excited, and I felt I did feel comfortable, and um, complimentary of the way that they approached that rehearsal. Yes. Um, they were really. Um, dialed in and then so then we go on the other side of the curtain where we can play musically and we spend 10 minutes in small sections yeah and then we do 20 minutes uh, playing as an ensemble just saying hello to um, musical phrases that we want to perform a certain way remind them of certain key moments in the show but then also um, again their eyes I mean they were that was stellar they were locked in they and were, they moved quick they, they were just moving Gosh. and grooving it was like yeah that's what you would hope that your band would look like yes. um, going into their final rehearsal so we do that it's very yes. loud it's very fun um, and yeah the entire exhibition hall is concrete too yes. which is horrible <laughs> super high ceiling I'm sure OSHA concrete. would be calling somebody oh, if it's they dangerous do, but loud, yeah. it's 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 fun and they used to have the drum line in, in the in the front ensemble, the percussion instruments in with us. So Steve would be with his flutes, <laughs> go, okay. and and we like to tune before. And you know, flutes are just like very dainty instruments, very quiet. And he'd go, okay, flutes. Here okay. we go. Okay, here we go. Best sound. Okay. <laughs> and the drum lines going to town, and he just smiles and says, "Okay, you're in tune. Probably good enough. Let's move yeah, on." Yeah, you you can't you can't tune when that's going on. So we got them through that. Then it's another the one last hurry up and wait. 
and, and then, then and there's oh, but, but you do your thing that I, you started doing this year. You had the band say, "We are ready." ready. Yes, oh, that's true. I like that. That like got them pumped up in a yeah. good way, and it we, was like, "We are are ready, ready." Yeah, so that was good. They had a good energy. They did. So then you go outside in the corridor one more time, and now this this time there's two way traffic. There's like marimbas and xylophones oh, going yeah. one way, and then and the, then the band's the band. going the other way. And uh, there's props going, and there it's it's kind of like too um, tight to it's move. So it's so tight. There's and not then a lot of space. the band starts creeping its way to the football stadium field, and then you get out to the end zone, and you kind of have to hug the, the the walls. You have to be off the end zone, and it's kind of crowded. It is, and, and it's like a tunnel. Like you can't really see everything no. unless you're at the front. So like if you're it's so like um, cinematic almost oh, like if you're massive. if you're um, coming at the back of that block because we always have our, our block set and we slowly kind of inch our way out and the tunnel just kind of opens up and then like suddenly you're in the Luke like Lucas Oil Stadium you're right. on the end zone and you can touch the blue the turf, turf yeah. with your foot right. and like you're like wow and you look at the crowd and there's just tons of people and it's just it's massively big like you can't understand it until you're there and even sitting in the crowd is different than being on the field way different and you look up and there's two giant jumbotrons and you're looking at the band in front of you and you're looking at your props you're looking yep. at your friends and there's probably 10 minutes from when you walk out there to when we they drop the flag and we walk out and those 10 minutes are just they're pretty magical yeah everyone's in it together and they're just like Cool. And we encourage them to look when they get out there, look at the Jumbotron. Yeah. So you're not encouraged to look at it during the show just because it's a little disorienting to watch a video yes. of what's going on. So but but also just kind of take it in. Yeah. And our students, um, you know, that was their only time to mark there this year. So that was a pretty that's always fun to watch yep. their eyes light up. So a band in front of us finishes and we have some time to kind of get our crew ready in the end zone. And there's an official holding a, an orange flag that will wave the flag when it's our time to move. And, and in those couple minutes, you know, the directors are kind of just walking from kid to kid and saying, like, okay, let's do let's it. Go, let's go, Have let's a good go, show. Go, yeah. You got this. Come on, let's do right. it. And kids are talking to each other and they're getting yeah. all amped up. Yep. And then they, they go out in the field. They drop the flag. It is kind of like very by the minute. Yep. And you get out there and then you have a number of minutes to get set up. Which at that point the crowd is cheering and spelling out Concord and shouting out and but it's quiet from the press box and then the, the kids set up and then they say the next band from Concord Community High School, Marching Minutemen and the crowd goes nuts and And if you're a kid, that's like a surreal feeling. Like right. you're the celebrity at that moment. You are. There's like um I don't know, fifteen thousand people there. Uh, something. I, I mean it's crazy. It's, it's big. It's huge. Ten thousand, I don't know, but it's but so then then once the band, you know, once once we get the green light to go, then the the show goes off. Yeah, I mean the, they begin the show and it's the same expectations, but for the students they're playing in this massive stadium yeah. where um, it's aesthetically beautiful. Um, the grass is perfect. There's no wind. It's 72 degrees and it's light, but um, also the sound can be a little tricky just because it, there's a lot of echo. Yep. And we really um, try to help the students understand that they need to watch um, a lot more than they listen, mm -hmm. just because the, the acoustics can kind of play tricks on you. Um, so get that going. So then we they, they get going on the show, and then we do our thing as watching the students go through. And you, we can watch the Jumbotron, yeah. kind of see what's going on. Yeah. And, 
listen and, and you and I are on the sidelines like cupping yeah, our cupping ears, our all ears the time, trying to hear anything. trying to hear it's so strange how things line up or don't line up and just trying to gauge what's going on with the kids um, and helping them through the show but at that point there's really not much we can help with no they're pushing they're, them out the nest and see if they fly right and uh, they did have a um, good run they did they did have and a good we run. just watched it today in class with the kids and and they were really pleased it was yeah. fun um, so that was it's it's over before you know it right. and every kid will tell you that and I- immediately after we're done we do our same thing where we walk off the field um, and the emotions from this run through and it's it's the same way every year are yeah. just so high and it's and we've talked about it before but it's like kind of this like cathartic relief like you spend four months trying to perfect seven minutes and these kids work 20 to 30 hours a week doing this for seven minutes and you know if you're an outsider looking in and say why are you doing marching band like it's it's tiring it's it's grueling and it's it's hot and it's cold and it's sweaty and and it's dirty and it's so much time and you're literally paying money to do it and the kids understand why after those seven minutes in lucas oil because they realize how right they're a part of something that's so much bigger than themselves and to be able to put that amount of time effort and energy into one single product the payback is is kind of profound yeah, it is and you and i have done that right. as kids and we obviously we do it every year as directors but the payout as a kid is massive yeah because you don't when you start like you don't think you can do it right and then you do it it's massive right. and yeah the, the the amount of growth yeah from step one to the last step of the show and not even like music or margin growth right. just like human growth right and how much they feel comfortable with each other and the new friendships and the relationships that have formed um, about their sense of dedication and like honor to the group um, you know and it happens to all four classes yeah. and and um, so it's a really pretty emotional time when they're done with the show um, joy and sadness um, relief right and and it just it, it, it's overwhelming for yeah. some because I don't think those kids have felt an emotion right. so strong probably in their life right something and, and probably like a happy emotion and a happy emotion yeah like so it's so overwhelming when it's right. done and they don't know how to deal with it but like what a gift to give to those kids right to have right. them experience something that powerful yeah and and it's it's that way every time it's like we walk off the field and the tears just stream because they can't help it and it's kind of beautiful to watch that's cool um so the magic's kind of done yeah. um we we exit kind of the same way similar way we came in out through a loading dock and it's pretty quick once like the loading docks kind of right outside of right that the buses and you just get out you unload your props put it back in there's like a quick like hug celebration but we had to kind of book it back in for the awards ceremony so immediately after we were done we went back in the we went in the front door this time right at the end actual uh, stadium entrance actual stadium entrance and we they, they there's a tradition with the um, indiana dairy farmers that they always supply milk mm-hmm. winners drink milk is kind of this thing right and so everyone gets some milk um and we set up our awards block in the concourse some more hurry up and wait the last band performed we were eighth of tenth to perform um so yep. two more bands went after us then we walked our kids down and back onto the floor and we mm-hmm. had rehearsed this block so we kind of set them up and then it's time for awards 
So all the students of all the 10 Class B bands are standing on the field. and um, Thousands of kids. Thousands of kids on the field looking at thousands of adults and patrons and you know family and friends and looking at each other. And then they do a... We did a little salute to Isma on his 50th birthday. We played a fanfare, like all the bands played together, which was kind of cool. They do the national anthem, and then they say drum majors front and center, and then they start doing the awards, and they go from 10th, and they go up. And so the kids uh, put down their instruments, and they usually hold hands. Yeah. So you're looking at each band. Um, they're in ranks. They just look like a traditional block band. And so you're you're there with the kids, like you're you're in it, like you don't have any um, insider information to how this is going to go. No it's, idea. it's it's so you know tenth, ninth. This year they messed up and they had to go back and do <laughs> nine and ten over. It was, they, the, it was pretty it, painful. It, it was really <laughs> weird, but anyway, they do ten, nine, eight, seven, and six. And then I think there was a um, excitement that we were in the top five. Yeah. Um, and then they go five, and they said Concord and. Then they go up and they name the state champion, and um, then um, so that was that was pretty fun to be with them on the floor. And yeah. then a lot of different emotions on that again: excitement, sadness, um, relief, or um, set, you know whatever. There's just a lot of emotions flying around. Yes. And um, and then you march off the field, so you troop the stands. You kind of walk in front of the stands, and then you go out the exit again. And you go out to the parking lot, and there's a lot of hugs and a lot of photos and a lot of tears and high fives, and there's directors and staff and students and parents and alumni, and right? Then we do just a little bit of talk with the students, yep. um, just kind of wrap up real quick. And that process has to be quick because, again, you're, there's more bands to come that day. There's three more classes, so we're getting kind of so we're part out. So we're part of the... Um, system so we got to get out and um you know we you have a rendezvous point that right. we've had for a couple of years and we meet up in a plaza in the westfield carmel area um, where the kids can meet back with their parents and if they want they can go home with their parents yep. from there there's change like clothes 10 different restaurants yep. and it's been a while since we've eaten because at that point it was like 3 p.m and we hadn't eaten since uh, 5 a.m yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little hungry yeah, i was starving we were but, all starving so but then at that point the students are out of the uniforms yep they're kids once more once again yep and um you know there's like a lot of burger king hats being worn right oh yeah and, right you know but they got their spirit wear on and their section shirts and their parents are there and the, and the cars in the parking lot yep. are painted oh you know for good luck messages yeah. on their windows and so it's still like this massive group of people yeah. in the north suburb of indy that are from concord that are all together and then then you have you know some time there for a meal and then some kids go home with their parents and then some kids are left in the bus and then the word is on the bus it's just out they're they're dead they're tired done. they're yeah. done because there, there have been years, like, if you, like, where we've won, that the kids are just, like, have wild rides. But when you have the 4.45 a.m. wake up and just, like, the sheer amount of exhaustion that oh. a day of marching band could take. Oh, and the emotional I mean, were, ups and downs oh, and yeah. the physical. It's just a lot. So, yeah, talking to the bus drivers and the bus moms, they were, like, the kids were out. Kids out. And they just drove straight home two hours. Oh, they didn't stop? No, they didn't stop. That's said fine. We, we said, let's stop if we need to yeah if if anybody says anything like we need to stop to make this trip successful yeah. but if not 
let's just go. Yeah. And nobody said anything. Yep. So we got home, and then you get home, and there's a few families there still honking and cheering. Yeah. And then you kind of reverse the process, put everything back. You know, there's still the balloons. The hallway still looks amazing. And, you know, you say goodnight to the kids, and they're they're in their sweats, and then they're, you know, section gear. And yeah. they're, they're going to go sleep gonna, for 14 hours. Yep. And that's it. That's it. And we don't see them. We saw them today for band and we watched the video and had a little recap and basically this week we'll do a lot of reflecting and you know putting can, stuff away yeah we'll putting do, stuff um, away physically some run-throughs we do um a tradition we have is we take our seniors and put them up in our marching band tower and we do some run-throughs for them so they get to watch their show because um, they never get to see it and no. in, in a video we'll never do a marching band show justice um and then we do a what we call a fun run where the kids swap instruments or swap positions on the field and change it up and do a small portion of the show for safety yep. and yep. they have fun and then we kind of say all right and then we kind of deconstruct it the outside instruments go inside yep. and we start to get ready for a concert band and that could be a whole nother yeah. episode so that is our view um through the eyes of a teacher and hopefully representing too what the students are going through yeah and um, and i hopefully that we could kind of share some things that maybe you didn't know about marching band that has some like emotional appeal or just like child growth appeal i mean the activity is grueling and we both feel the gruel as directors i mean and but there's something about it that is 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 very pro kid yeah it is well and you, if you thought about doing that experience like if we well we do it we do um cedar point in the beginning of the summer in the beginning of the summer band program and we take them on a all-day trip to cedar point right not the same emotional impact whatsoever. The friendships aren't forged. No. The the section ties, the um, con um, emotional connection to the actual music and the content they're performing, um, the um, the time deposit that they've put into yeah. it. Right. So when you travel with the students at the end of the season, it's a much different look, and it's a much different sound to the band, like the way they communicate with each yeah. other. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the freshmen are now absorbed into the high school culture. Yeah. And when they started, they were eighth graders becoming ninth graders, and now at the end, they're in that group. Yeah. And um, everybody kind of has their their place, and so it's it's a much um, developed ensemble in so many ways, right? So many ways. There's a lot of growth. So that's our reflection. Yep. And you can see we're in dress clothes now, which yep. is we're in teacher clothes. It's <laughs> concert band time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, thanks for listening to this. If you have any questions, ask feel Steve. free. Ask me because <laughs> I know the answers to two questions. And um, But we're happy to share with you. And uh, continue to um, follow us or like us. Give us reviews on podcasts that can be found on Apple and Spotify. And... Um, give us likes or comments on um, Instagram and on TikTok for Chops underscore podcast, which Jack so diligently updates. And we have a um, new podcast coming out tomorrow. Of course, that doesn't matter because this is out of sequence anyway. But we do have a podcast coming out tomorrow with our fourth guest on there, which is really exciting. Yep. Um, I got that's that about it. I think that's it. That sounds good. Okay. We're going to go get some sleep. <laughs> I was going to go to Lowe's. I don't even know if I can go to Lowe's. I need now. a rake leaves, dude. It's 
It's bad. You might need to wait until it dries up and warms up. It's sunny today, isn't it? No? Okay. Dude, it's going to be dark by the time we go outside. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> for Steve Peterson. And Jackie Cole. We're out of here. Yeah.